Welcome, dear faithful, to the podcast that faces the most dramatic game of strategy, sabotage, betrayal, and murder. We are the Trader Joes, and we'll recap each episode of the current season of The Traders. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Trader Joes. We are here to talk about the the new reality TV sensation Trader, The Traders. Specifically, we were very excited to talk about season two, but for the first episode, we wanted to give you a little introduction on who your Trader Joes are uh, and what to expect from the show. And maybe we'll, you know, we'll, we'll do a little recap of season one and share what we're excited about season two. But first, let's introduce the Joes. Let me, let me, uh, in, let's, uh, let's go to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and see the joes over in austin um and introduce yourselves and then i'll do mine at the end uh i'll go first so i am brandon brandon joe brandon joe uh, one <laughs> brandon joe one third of the the very famous austin office you would say mm-hmm. um if you are part of the the ampleverse family if you read the group <laughs> chat if you listen to the group chat i've made a quick appearance there here and there um yes and other Joe. Uh, I am Jeffrey Joe, <laughs> aka Jeff. Uh, I hail from the Austin office, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to get uh, faithful. Get faithful or murder people <laughs> or murder or somebody or yes. banished. We'll see. And I am RJ Joe or just R Joe. Technically, Joe J is for Joseph, so I am a legitimate Joe. The actual Joe. The, the actual Joe. Um, and the girls know me from Boys Love. The girls know me from Did You Read the Group Chat, from Showgaze. But now we're talking about Traders, uh, which I'm very excited to do because, honestly, this all came about that the season two cast came out and it was a lot of our favorite reality contestants. It was over. All of our girlies. It, this was our Avengers Endgame. And so, Roman Empire, call it what you want, whatever you want, the Scottish I mean, Empire. Truly, like Parvati and Sandra Diaz Twine is my Roman Empire. I could I talk about their history. Getting them, and I think we'll get it, we'll get into the cast, yeah. but you know, a good number of these are they do the circuit, and then mm-hmm. some of these are some heavy hitters that you do not get, don't get them. Often. often. You don't yeah. get on the challenge, you don't get on the spin-offs, you don't get on returning seasons. So um, this feels like the right time to uh, to launch this conversation officially. <laughs> Absolutely. But first I wanted to ask, so what is your like reality TV background? Um, the girlies know mine a little bit. We've talked, we talk about in Boys Love, we do Boys Planet, we do survival shows, which is va- basically like an evolution of American Idol, but in Korea where they form like K-pop groups. But before that, like I was a survivor girly, an amazing race girly, idol. I was the girl who was writing down all of their names, their voting history, what their immunity or what they're like, what was it they would call? Like they had a luxury item that they brought in those early seasons. Oh, oh yeah, Survivor. And, yeah. Yes, and everyone had their, their specific ones. So this was before we had Wikipedia. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was just girls on forums writing down like voting. Oh, yeah, my God. a lot of yeah. For, yeah, a lot of forums. Yeah. Well, what about? Uh, I'm curious what the Austin Office like history yeah. and reality shows are. I can go first. Yeah. 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 So I was a real world road rules mm. 
watcher from like I don't know middle school forward, <laughs> and you know backlogged all the se- all the original seasons. So that was the first thing. Road rules, real world road rules challenge. When it became the challenge, it kind of like lost me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I was there like first episode of Survivor, first episode of Amazing Race, first episode of Big Brother, like. I remember recording some of those on VHS tapes if I like oh couldn't God. watch it live. Wow. So like <laughs> I've been there since the start of a lot of these shows and it, you know, it's exciting to see some of these legends come back and do something a little bit different. What is your like ultimate one? Like if you had to just pick one that you mm. love the most. <laughs> and we'll count I mean, drag race in there too. So yeah, oh, yeah. have drag that race, of course. I mean, I would probably say I would probably say Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, at one point Survivor, but Survivor is you know Mm maybe still watch it, but it's kind of the flame is is not as bright as it once was. Yeah, the torch, torch yeah, the torch, the torch is not as bright as it once was on Survivor. What about you, Brandon? For me, I think a little bit of uh, real world road rules because I have much older siblings, so I remember that being like on in the house. But I think the two big shows for me in like late middle school, high school, like right before I went to college era were Big Brother and So You Think You Can Dance. Ooh. And those were like, and they're both summer shows. So it's like when you have the most time, they were yeah. both on multiple nights a week. So we definitely had TiVo so they could be recorded like that era. I would say those were like the two big ones. I wasn't a big Survivor fan, honestly, mm-hmm. until I met Jeffrey Joe over here. Uh, but <laughs> I think a good fun fact about us is the first time Jeff and I ever kind of hung out together, it was to watch an episode of Big Brother. So, oh, wow. What season was it? It would have been 2007. So whatever really? summer of 2007, whatever season that was. Um, was that Summer of Secrets? Hold on. Do that Big Brother? Let's oh, find out. Do the, do the back. But, I'm um, doing quick Google. Yeah. So those are the two big ones. Um, a it was little... Big Brother 8. It was the 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 everyone had there were a secret but it was the uh danielle and evil dick oh, oh wow yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty solid season i mean i'll also say that like me and some of my friends we were like live feed watchers oh like we would have it on in the background like at our houses oh, and be yeah. like chatting about it big streamers know? uh <laughs> so we were we were watching a lot of big brother yeah and then like like jeff said these days it's a lot of drag race franchises a lot totally. of um a i lot mean of that's that. a full-time job right there just to watch all it, the drag race. i mean we we were full-time we could have we would like have like full infinity stone collection up to a certain point and then when we exploded in europe like it it, it kind of became yeah. too much to keep up yeah, with so we pick struggle. and choose our seasons now but yeah Uh, it's it's definitely that and then there's uh i think a big one for me also is project runway oh yeah i will say if there's one besides you know u.s drag race that i've seen from start to finish it's u.s project runway for sure i so my tivo era was all of high school basically and so i tivoed every single competitive reality tv show that they would give me make me a supermodel project runway top model Mm -hmm. um top chef Top Chef Masters. Top Chef, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Food Network star. <laughs> There's too many. I don't think we would Bravo we really had went a, down the hole. Yeah, Bravo had like a good run of reality shows and then they just went to straight reality. Um, yeah. But I, well, I remember watching like Sheer Genius, the like haircutting. Oh, show. yeah. I mean, that was a show for me too. I mean, that's where Tabitha came from. So, yes, yeah, we, I had, think we had a, a Tabitha takes over era. That's a good, yeah, we did a, we did a Tabitha <laughs> deep dive. I did too. Early COVID maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think you bring up a good point of because there's a lot of Bravo overlap mm-hmm. since this is 
peacock in that in that vertical. Um, there was def we were definitely Bravo people before it was just Housewives, re- housewives. Just housewives uh, yeah. <laughs> or or that we're we're not yeah, housewives. People we'll get big, we'll get into. I was a big my life on the D list stand. Oh I watched my god! Kathy yeah, like all. I mean, seasons. if we want to also talk before you know we could do a deep dive on non-competition shows we could talk about the anna nicole show oh, yeah, we could talk good. about girls next door like <laughs> that's, a, so different, different, that's different. a different different era i know watch this just like plant the seeds of us just mm-hmm. diving into like true we'll ask reality. we'll ask what people want to hear we'll ask the audience, <laughs> Let me ask the audience. but i think the traders is a great summation of a lot yes. of our favorite shows a really good format and it's also really quick yeah. which I think, which just works now. Um, yeah, totally. And I think they found like a really good sweet spot and they have strong hosts, like some of the other franchises we want to get into, but like okay. the hosts really make this show. For sure. Absolutely. I'm going to have a, a full, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll have a full Allen conversation. Don't worry. But for the girlies that don't know, for the faithful that don't know, what is the traders? So I'm going to explain to you the rules of traders there are contestants that arrive at a castle. There is a $250,000 prize. I'm explaining the U.S. rules specifically. Uh, all the players are referred to as faithfuls, but among them are traitors. So they're a group of contestants that the host will select. And their goal is to have the faithfuls eliminate each other because they want to make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. If the faithful contestants eliminate all the traitors, they share that prize fund at the end. But if any traders make it to the end, they will take all the money. Mm-hmm. So every night, the traders, they come together. They, they will pick one faithful to be murdered at night, and then they have to leave immediately. The remaining faithful won't know who was murdered until the morning when they come in for breakfast. And then there is a group mission where they play little mini games, basically. Very, it very a, mole. Very mole. Give a little very. celebrity mole. Kathy's speaking, Kathy mm-hmm. Griffin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, give a, a little like mission where they compete and play in order to um, put money into that prize fund to work up to the 250K. Um, sometimes the challenges will offer an opportunity for a player to win immunity. That's right. Uh, <laughs> to visit the armory where they can... Um, have a chance to pick a shield that means they are protected from being murdered that night by the um by the traitors and then the end of the night they convene at the round table where they all have to vote out one person to be banished in basically hopes to vote out the traitors public tribal council for our a survivor public tribal fans. council yes. everyone yeah, has yeah. to vote and everyone's uh, everyone and except to the shield everyone's you know on the block potentially absolutely once they vote someone out, they go into a little little podium, a little circle, and they have we to call say, it a, tr- a tr- circle oh, of truth. Circle of truth. There it is. Yeah, yes, circle of truth. They stand on the circle of truth, which I wish that it would actually like light up, and if it would yeah, be and like, white to, or red, but yeah, reveal yourself. They Very reveal bad. themselves <laughs> as the lip sync assassin, and they have to say either they are a faithful or a traitor. Yeah. And we're just working, winding down from 20 or 21 people. Yeah, you get to the end. Now, Too Long didn't read. If you've ever played Mafia, it's Mafia. It's Mafia with celebrities and a 250K and a great budget. And some some normal people. There's some regular people. Season one. Season one, there's some regular people. 
but uh, I guess the other, so I've never played Mafia, but I do remember, like, so this reminded me that as a kid, I did like a murder mystery, uh, like birthday party. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that idea. Everyone has like, what? No. Fun. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Super all jacks, kids but, want. <laughs> I mean, I, they did at some point, they had a moment, but I think that kind of party game energy, like you're saying with Mafia, it, mm-hmm. it, it's the premise. Absolutely. So just to quickly talk about season one, mm-hmm. um, because the U.S. version has completed one season. It is on Peacock. The shows are on Peacock, so you can watch it all there. Um, the show was 10 episodes at an, an, a reunion on the, on the 11th. At the end of the show, we were left standing with um, Suri Fields from Survivor fame. Mm-hmm. Ari Luyendik from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. He was a bachelor. I did not, so I'm not Bachelor Nation, but I found out that not he was at bachelor. all. He not was Bachelorette. He was chosen Beach. to be the Bachelor. He yep. picked a girl. Yeah. They broke up, and then he married the second, the runner-up, and okay. now they have oh, wow. like kids and uh, good and for family. her. Good so for her. <laughs> the only thing this, the only thing this triad knows about the Bachelor Nation is if they make it on a Dancing with the Stars. Yes, if they, they show up on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, honestly, that's how I know. If they show up in another show that I'm watching, that I'm like, slay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kate Chaston from Below Deck, a Bravo celebrity, as we've yes. called, as they've called them in the show, and uh, a slay, yes. a slay, I would say. Yeah. I think she's the one slay. She's the star of the season. She star, was absolutely sure. the star of the season. And um, two normies, Quentin Giles and Andy Vanacore, Andy. Um, yeah. they were the last two non-celebrities that made it to the final episode, and. Um, Essentially, Suri Fields, who was a traitor from the very beginning, mm-hmm. made it to the end. She she convinced the remaining faithful, which was Quentin and Andy, that she was also faithful. So they said, let's end the game right now to win the prize. They thought they were going to share it, and then Suri revealed Split that she was a traitor all along. So then Suri ended up taking all of the money, all for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like too long didn't read as well but we're gonna kind of dig into season one of just like some of our favorite moments yeah just maybe just like some things that we want to call out as we're excited about in season one that we hope that we can get you know something Mm -hmm. in season two so i think the main thing is that season two will have an all celebrity cast they are all notable names to to at least a group of people in their their circles (laughs) in their circles and some of them a little bit out you know we have some athletes yeah um yeah and we have a few people from the uk some uk celebrities in as well um which we'll talk about but definitely people who in their in their own rights are notable rights are notable but what did you think about having kind of celebs and non-celebs in season yeah Oh. <laughs> I thought it was well, interesting. So what's interesting it was, is UK interesting, season. Right? Yeah. UK season. I think we watched this and then pretty much immediately watched UK season one right after. And UK season one had no celebrities. Right. Okay. And you get like you get a totally different game. But I think what's what makes kind of the double cat like the the mixed cast here of yeah. celebrities and celebrities is you're biased with people you know. Truly. Yeah. And they have some, they likely have existing relationships. And that played a lot in uh, you. Like I know this person from Survivor, or we were on the uh, we were on Snake in the Grass, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just 
know how to they know how to play the game and i think that really shows up with christian and sari yeah it's like not only know how to play the game but they know like how to stir up drama how to be on tv they know how to be on tv and i think someone like kate especially knows how to like make people kind of go off or you know stir up drama like think about you know the drama she was pushing between her and rachel (laughs) through most of the season uh you know we love we love miss rachel but you know, yeah, Kate this really house this house them. supports Brenchel, so absolutely, absolutely. Brenchel twenty twenty four in this absolutely. home. That's right. Flutters grab a life back. Yeah, this this yeah. relationship was Kristen. built on Bren, on yeah. Brenchel energy. Um, but you know, and some of those confessionals that you would hear Kate say about Rachel, it's like you've heard on every other show that Rachel's absolutely. been on. People talking about her, and in the same way, she knows how to get attention too. Um, one thing about Rachel that I love though is I think as she's you know gone through more and more shows, you can see that she really wants to win in a different way very competitive absolutely. but some of her earliest uh experiences kind of pre kind of like set the stage for her and sometimes mm-hmm. to her detriment but it just depends on the, the the group she's with but yeah yeah i think in general i think it should be one or the other and i'm, I'm mm. really excited to see how season two plays out with uh i think that was kind of the first thing that i noticed right away is that the people yeah. who who have done reality shows before know how it works mm-hmm. and are very comfortable with delineating game. What is the show? What is the game? Yeah. And what yep. is personal? Totally. Some people did kind of play into a little bit more of the personal. And I think, um, I think that's, that's where that comes in with the celebrities of like, they know them from previous shows and like, are they trying to factor that yeah. in into and- this brand new game? Well, if you think about who who Sari banded with and ultimately got to the end with, she benefited she from having with. these kind of like relatively clueless players yeah, totally. that she could convince and just be Gosh. friends with. And then be like, oh, she could never be, you know, yeah. a traitor. Yeah. And that benefited I, her in a to, big way. This so, fine. Okay. So this final round table, right? Let me just kind of talk through the girl, what happened. We are left with Sari and Ari, who are the last, who are last two mm-hmm. traders. Kate and Ari and is like a recent recruited trader. Ari like, was rec- recruited, yes. Mm-hmm. Kate, who has truly been like the loudmouth of the entire yeah, season. I'm not here to win. I'm not here. I'm to, not here to I'm win. Just here I to... just want to find. It. I just want. She basically is like, I want to play the game. I want just to prove that I was right. That's kind yeah. of her only mo. I think. You're, right. I think at a certain point, she yeah. Because in the beginning, I think she was like, "Why am I here? I don't want to do challenges." But you're right. By the end, she was like, "I just want to be correct about." Who's I just want to be correct. Yeah. And it kind of came down to like Ari and Saria as traders were like, "Okay, we're combined together. We're going to vote out Quentin." And then we'll basically, we'll just have majority and then we'll keep mm-hmm. winning. But I think Sari noticed that she had an advantage that she knows that Andy and Quentin, who are the Whenever. two non-celebrities, have full trace, uh, trust in her, yep. full faith. So she went and voted with them to vote out Kate, really totally. singling out Ari. And that when they finally went to that final decision of like, do they want to play the game one more time do they want to banish one more person or do they want to stick with the current top four and then split the prize because they think they're all faithful mm-hmm. Suri essentially says in a play of like mm-hmm. as a faithful i don't want any chance that there is a traitor here and i don't think they deserve getting a piece of it essentially coded with full subtext obviously that she doesn't want to share the Mm-mm. Because if if they ended right away, she shares the two fifty k with Ari and ex- mm-hmm. right away, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she makes this play 
and so they vote voted out because I think Siri will probably like in in our minds she would probably because if she's saying Andy if she's saying like we need to go one more time. Quentin and Andy are going to say, yeah, you're right. And they're not going to guess her. So they're like, oh, it must be Ari. But but what does Ari end up doing? Her speech was like so directed at Ari with things that only he would know because he was the traitor that he's just like, I'm out. I'm going to quit. Yes. And so he is left kind of in this very precarious situation. And essentially he's banished. (laughs) Yeah, because he knows he's going to get banished because he's going to get voted out by Sari and the two. So he basically walks. He's like, you know what? It's been fun. The game's been fun. I've been had. I'm the mm-hmm. trainer. You have fun. I have a great life at home. Thanks for playing. And so he leaves to this relief mm-hmm. that Andy and Quentin have. That and they're crying and they're like, "We're gonna win this." The, money. the tears this before the final amazing. was this two fifty k. We all get to have. <laughs> they all vote not to finish, and then they all go down the row. Andy says, "I'm not." I'm faithful. Quentin says I'm faithful, and Sari says I'm faithful at heart. But in this game, I am a traitor. A traitor. And the face uh, crack of face Quentin crack. and Andy's like shock. I think. Oh yeah, I think Andy was and, even more shocked. And, and this I, is, oh, yeah. and something I think that's really unique about this show is that, in you know, every other show we've described, what we're waiting for is to see that sole winner. But Absolutely. there's a point in the episode where we know, okay, we know Sari has won this money. And we're, it's, I think the show is that good that we want to see the other people just react to not react winning. React to not winning. Yeah. Which is like, I think says a lot about the show because really we just want to know who, usually we want to know who wins, but we already know it's going to be Sari. And it's like, it's still, the payoff is still that good because you get to see Quentin and Andy's reactions. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's so good. And it was very interesting throughout the season Andy almost becomes our audience surrogate in a way of like every round table. Andy was very susceptible to anything that was brought up. Mm-hmm. It was almost like clockwork that every time they had breakfast, someone would say something and they would pan to Andy and be like, what? That's crazy. I can't believe it. A little naive. Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie said that about, about Sari. That's insane. Which made Andy go directly to Sari and be like, yeah, Stephanie said this about you. And it was mm-hmm. just... It was so insane. And also Quentin, who was the, the, you know, the other final three had probably the wrong. Every episode. Every episode was wrong. <laughs> Every episode had it wrong, which made kind of. And then like, I think int- by the end of the season, his, his kind of, his line became, well, I've been honest about what I thought. Yeah. Which <laughs> I like, mean, well, that is true. Here's the thing. It's Despite mafia, being accurate right? or not. There's nothing. And I think there's nothing you can bring into this new game of mafia. Like, even people were like, well, I know, you know, Rachel's a hardcore player. If she's so faithful, that's just what she's going to play. And so it's very interesting that there people come in with their own way of gameplay. And you kind of just have to take it for what you get. Because the, yeah. no one, there's no correct way to play the there's game. There's not a blueprint. There's no. not a blueprint. No. And it combines, you know, pieces of a lot of other shows. I think it will be interesting in season two that people have seen the show. I mean, obviously there were international formats before this, but now that people in the U.S. and probably people who are on the show have exposed themselves to season one, how do they play the game differently, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like, there are a lot of little things that will kind of need to be tweaked. Like, you think about all the breakfasts, the, like, the last yeah. person to enter the room was always kind of like the other person that was at that risk could have been of being Or like murdered. in discussion. Right. Uh-huh. 
So they can't do that again. Or it'll make it really obvious if we start to see. I was, I was, um, I was shocked that they never made themselves. The traders never made themselves the last person to come in. Well, I think production I decides ultimately kind of the order that they're coming yeah, in. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, we would think we don't know otherwise. But I think you're right in that. That it's pretty obvious now that it's like you're right. the other person who's kind of on the block. Um, yeah. which is also a way of saying, okay, this last person to walk into the room is probably a faithful because <laughs> it's rare that, that they ended up being a traitor to walk in right yeah. before the end. So, I mean, this masterful play from Suri Fields, mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about Kate, but I just want to make like the Bravo celebrities are so delicious I mean, in this show. They <laughs> just I mean, know they, they're from a different they are from a different training. Like yeah, it yeah, is, it's a different they course. are so comfortable. You've got your CBS. You got your Amazing Race Survivor it's Big Brother. So interesting, community. right? To watch and, it. Yeah, and I mean, well, and what's it? I think if you think about like those shows, mm-hmm. the drama there happens on like on the side, one on one, in the back. You're trying to like stir up, but Bravo people generally, very generalized, are like. Mm-hmm. Let's do it out in the open. It's Let's... all in the open. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to say this in front of you and 17 other people because Absolutely. Daddy Andy isn't going to write my check unless I make this fight happen today mm-hmm. on camera. So yeah. it's it's a very different approach, I, which is why I... Rachel and them probably butted heads so much. I know, I know, I know. It was so fun to watch Kate. Kate from Below Deck and Big Brother winner <laughs> Rachel just go at it because they just did not get along at all. And it was so funny because when Rachel was voted out, Kate became a whole new person. <laughs> she, yeah. was, she, was she was eating. Yeah. She was like, oh. they were, she probably got a little humbled. Yeah. I think so. Too, yeah. But I think you really saw Rachel just the devastation in her face because she wanted it so she bad. Was her and I think it's interesting, you know, Rachel would probably, for people who know Rachel, like she would be like the obvious traitor because I think she's so often painted as a villain when like yeah. you've said, like these days, like she really wants to win. She really yeah. wants to play. It's just um, been, yeah, we've kind of, I think because she was from an earlier big brother yeah. kind of circuit, we've kind of painted that kind of competitiveness as like, well, it's annoying or like it's yeah. whatever. It, her it's reputation precedes her. Yes. Which is interesting because that's literally what happens to Kate. Right, her 100%. reputation precedes her too, yeah, and, and like no one believes with, her. A little bit with Brandy, who's like yeah. the the, I the sole housewife on this episode, but we get a so lot more. It's so smart in to put a housewife two. in here. I am so excited uh, well, to have. We have a lot coming. As we, do. <laughs> we have many more coming. I'm so I, yeah. excited. I really wish we got gotten more of Brandy. I mean, mm-hmm, me too. We had the residuals with the whole like note thing that uh, <laughs> so that, ridiculous that dropped at the round table. Which you can't I, write that. You can't write it. I'm, you know, it's a. I can't, I can't believe that that was real. I can because it came from two people from Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But that's also true. <laughs> I would I would not believe it if it came from like the Big Brother people because it's like yeah, they know better. TV yeah. shows, but like because yeah. it's the Bravo the Bravo lebs who are like we just I just live in a ten, you know. I'm yeah, just gonna 100%. always pick the most chaotic choice. All yeah. The time. Nothing we say matters unless that camera's on. <laughs> yeah, very though. Now, like, who who was kind of flop energy on this season? Like, I think Stephanie, obviously, I hate to say it, mm-hmm. Stephanie. It was a big flop just because she, I mean, like Quentin, f- came in with her full convictions of what she thought yeah. was right, but because we know that it was wrong. I mean, her first mistake was trusting Sari right. Yeah, away. and she, 
I think she just has really strong opinions about especially yes. people like Rachel and Sari, who she'd been on Snake in the Grass with previously in the okay, last okay. year or two. And I think she just came in with being like, well, they're not to, gonna unable to like take what was given to them at face value in yeah. the show and just kind of really held on to those past experiences. Mm-hmm. What about um... I think that's the trick to playing this game. You really have to start with a clean slate. These are yeah. just faces, and you just have to figure out who's lying. <laughs> How about Ryan Lochte? Was he even on the show? Okay, Fuck. let me talk about <laughs> Ryan Lochte, who I never <laughs> thought would be a catalyst for Cody's big brother, demise. Cody's demise. Ryan Lochte leaves the show. He gets killed by the traitors. Murdered. And Cody, who was a traitor, he was the first traitor that was voted out. The next morning. Um, the next morning, <laughs> immediately to Kyle, Ryan Lochte's best yep. friend on the show, and was like, yeah, it's so weird. Ryan, before he left, said like three names that was on his list. And Kyle is, <laughs> Kyle was like, I know him. He's my best friend in the show. He would never say that. We as the audience know that Ryan Lochte is not smart enough to actually no, come up with no, names. No way. I think, he, they, I think he's been on a celebrity big brother, right? yeah oh, he? he's been on something he, else he's been yeah. on other shows he he never had any talking heads except to be like woo this is fucking <laughs> yeah, awesome this is cool. that's it that was yeah, all he was on right celebrity he was on celebrity big brother too yeah wow. he he placed 10th and we know those seasons only cast about 12 people so, so again so this is not what he's meant this you know, is not what he's someone meant has to go home first but someone has to go home first he was a good time because he was just game for everything totally nothing in there and i want to make that very clear there is nothing in there and th- nothing has to be there we're no, not saying fine. that's a flaw we're just saying but i think the, the in terms of actual like potential and flop cody yeah i mean that, that was a real i honestly the cody and christian traders amateur yeah f- overconfidence because as soon as yeah. they feel like oh the traders have the upper hand Cody goes in and tells this lie to Kyle and obviously puts a target in his back. When Christian knows that the traders have the upper hand because they just recruited Ari. And so they basically were like, everyone, we have majority of the group trusting us. When no one dies because they recruited Ari Mm -hmm. to be a traitor. Christian, (laughs) no, no one's asking. No, nothing, nothing caused this to come up. But Christian was like, guys, I was recruited by the traders last night. And I said, no. No. But isn't the way the game is designed is if you say no, then you're basically accepting being murdered. They don't know that, but yeah. Right. But that's what's going to happen. But okay. So here's the, so (laughs) we watched this, you know, when it originally came out and then we just saw, you know, almost a hundred days of Sari on Big Brother Mm -hmm. and watching Sari coach Jared all summer that he was there and then watching her interactions with Christian and some other cast members but really Christian because she was you know a traitor with him it's like cinematic parallels it's it's very she's because she'll say to him in the in the turret at night like why why are you saying these things or what are you doing or in confessional cutting away to say the thing she says about Christian and confessionals she says about she Jared. Says Jared yeah with <laughs> big, big brother. brother it's like shut up why are Stop we putting talking. her with these amateurs it's it's kind of crazy and shows the you know overconfident the hubris of man men specifically i'm calling yeah, out that gender 100 percent. that yeah the audacity of a 
of a man, man on a reality show with power yeah and the whole exactly. thing ultimately blows up for him because then everyone it did he saved one night right like he was he avoided the fire for one yeah. night and then the next night it was like well you still brought but, that up last time and then and watching where's, you know where it is yeah. When Sari votes for him to go, it, you know, A, the tide's already turned, so why would you stand out? But it also, it's a great move on her part, because if she believes mm-hmm. that I don't think the other people that are left at that point would think of it as a strategic move to keep the heat off her. Yeah. But she's like, it just builds her credibility with people like Quentin and Ari, or Andy that I think she's anticipating to see Absolutely. at the end. She saw the yeah. tide turning, and she so she's... Saw. Yeah. She knew that Andy and Quentin were going to be at the end with her. She knew but that think, that was how it's going to shake out. Yeah, and I think he had done enough on his own that even afterwards she could say, like, you had dug your own grave, dude. Because <laughs> that, that okay, so that roundtable when Christian was going, you could tell that Ari and Sari knew that the tide was turning, and so if yep. they vote Christian out now, then it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. But the way Sari votes, mm-hmm. when she voted for Christian, but the whole speech was to Kate, and was like Kate. Oh, so so I, I voted have this for. Thing, <laughs> I have this thing where I know this ring of truth or this like air of truth when people say, and I just know. And when you say you're a faithful, I believe you every time. So I'm voting for <laughs> that. Not only seals it for Kate, right, to not mistrust her, but to everyone else on that table, to Andy and Quentin, to be like, Sari is a real one. Gagged. Gagged. We listen. Adam listened to the uh so NPR did a pop culture happy hour recap of the first season of Traders 2, and that was kind of every in the panel's like main takeaway. It's like yeah. it's almost kind of sad to see everyone else just try to play the game when Sari already has the upper hand. As soon as that I I would say as soon as Christian made that mistake, Sari kind of like had the the pieces mm-hmm. ready for her. Yeah, Absolutely. she had it in the bag. Yeah, and it happened late enough with enough people gone, and um, that's the thing. It really mm-hmm. just becomes numbers. As soon mm-hmm. as you know you have majority, you can just play write it. Just out. play. Yeah. Just play it. Wow, <sighs> season one was season so one. good. But here's the thing, girlies. We're here season to talk two. about season two. We are so excited. So I'm just gonna kind of talk a little bit about what's coming in season two. Okay, just some notable names. Just, Just some names some. that I'm going to throw out there. <laughs> Max Tchmarkovsky from Dancing with the Stars. And now a permanent judge on So You Think You Can Dance. So oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, very interesting. I'm going to confirm we've, that, but yeah. We've already talked about the survivor royalty that is in the show, but Let it Sancho be Diaz Twine, the only two-time winner to ever happen in Survivor. Well, not oh, no, there, there's another. Tony there's Fonches. another one already? Tony. Tony won oh, uh, season 40 winners at war. Damn it. It's okay. The, the first the first <laughs> the two-time first, winner. There you go. The yeah. first mm-hmm. two-time winner of Survivor, Sandra G.S. Twine, which I watched se- season seven Pearl Islands remains to this day my favorite season of all time in Survivor. That was a very good one. It's so good. She is so great. Um, Parvati Shallow, mm-hmm. her fellow um, Survivor winner, and they were in the final two in um, um, Heroes versus Heroes Villains. Versus Villains. Yep. So there's already kind of like it's famously like Some, they don't like each other. Yeah, it's, but it's made widely it, to the end know, it is widely known that they don't like each other either, which is like a it's a it's a perfect casting Absolutely. choice to get them both. Um, it's gold and, because uh, I'm sure that opportunity to be like you have an opportunity to finally say you're better than the other. 
Mm-hmm. Do you want? Do you want it? You know. Mm-hmm. Poverty is also a new survivor queer icon. Absolutely, our queer mm-hmm. icon, poverty. So if we're picking um, upper hands here, I think this podcast is going to skew a certain way. Yes. <laughs> but, from but sur- there's more. Yes, from yeah. Survivor Legends to Big Brother Legends, we've oh. got Dan Giesling who won season ten, uh, Big Brother ten. I mm-hmm. famously also watched that season. Came back was that a was finalist that. That on was season. A, anybody want cake? <laughs> Yeah, anybody want to Dan's funeral? I mean, he also came back for season 14, I think it was, and was the and finalist with Ian. Up. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's right. Big brother icon Janelle. I mean, oh, oh my God. when they it dropped, it, when, the, when the rumored cast list came out and they just had like Parvati, Sandra, and Janelle on it, I was already sold. And I didn't even see Peppermint yet. Yeah. But those three names, I was like, "What is the show? What am I watching now?" <laughs> if there's a if there's a Big Brother contestant who I wanna who I wanna know when and when and if their socials go quiet, it is Janelle. It is Janelle. This house has received cameos from Janelle. Yeah, we so support we support <laughs> the doll. Uh huh. Like the this house, doll. this house was is built on. Yeah, love for Brenchel and love for Janelle. Princess Brittany, yes, she will have her time in season yes, three. But absolutely. If, and I think season six is probably one of the first seasons of Big Brother that I really remember. And like oh, yeah. the fight, like all of it. So you sleep with older men. Oh, God. <laughs> the fight with Bo, the like floater, no, not floater, um, no. Kristen, you know. It's yeah, all, I mean, just season there. six was so season six was the first Big Brother Howie. show I ever watched live. Yeah, because um, wow. that was the year that we moved to America, and the, <laughs> oh gosh, that literally we moved to America, um, we moved into our little apartment, and then the next day I told my mom we have to go get a TiVo because Big Brother is going to mm-hmm. start the summer, and I yeah, I need to watch. Big Brother. We could just talk about we could just talk about Janelle on this podcast, but yeah, we are we are ready. She's been on. She's not amazing. She's been done dirty, but but always someone you want to root for. Yeah, you know what I mean. I really need her to get far. I need her to get far. To get far, also. Yeah, and I'm hopeful that a new a new show will do that because she's come back to be brother a lot, and she's really struggled because again, she's another infamous, I think, legend on Big Mm -hmm. Brother whose reputation really precedes her, and it's hard to crack through. Yeah. Because even if you don't know the show, you know her. And so it's it's just really hard. And I don't think we're ever going to get Janelle on Survivor. So this is our chance. This is our chance. I know. Yeah. You can tell Janelle is like, I will eat slop, but I am not getting in the dirt. Yeah. I'm a mother. I, so. I, I mean, I'm an empire. An <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have multiple Airbnbs in multiple countries. She has a realty empire. A, yeah, I have a Minnesota real estate empire. Like, I don't, I don't need to I'm build very, a shelter in, anywhere. I'm curious why they haven't given her like a... Um, like a oh my god, what is it called? S- selling Sunset kind of selling market. Minnesota, selling yeah. Real Housewives of Minnesota, selling se- yeah, selling Real selling Housewives of Lakes. Selling Minnesota, something like that. Oh, well, you know if they ever did like a Real Housewives of the Twin Cities, yeah, she'd be on it. She'd be on it. Yeah. Um, uh, other icons we've got uh, former Speaker of the House of Commons John. <laughs> That's our one yeah. of our two or three UK crossovers. I, I don't know. Sure. If, I don't know if that one crosses. You know, over to it's, this there. There does seem to be this in like celebrity reality shows. This trope of casting yeah. some sort of politician, it's like a political figure, because unfortunately, our politics is now entertainment. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's and uh, Omarosa was booked on um, 
greatest villain or whatever the show was. Yeah, so so she couldn't get absolutely. we couldn't get her on this. Couldn't get her on this one. Because <laughs> she's our usual um, go-to for this, for this uh this archetype. What I love about this is that they're bringing in people from reality, just reality, not reality competition. Yeah. To play in mm-hmm. the space, right? Competition. So we've, the yeah. We've said Real Housewives this year. Okay. We have we've got Tamra from Real Housewives of Orange County. Mm-hmm. We have Phaedra and Sheree. We have can I say it? we have Phaedra and Sheree from Atlanta playing <laughs> mafia in Scotland. <laughs> in Scotland, yeah, in Scotland, across the pond. Uh, it feels like a some, dr- it feels like a gay fever dream. Yeah, someone... some built in another built in kind of Oh, uh, yeah. relationship which is has obvious. not been in atlanta she's she's not been in atlanta for a while i don't think no but isn't sheree back isn't sheree back she by sheree she by sheree how are you gonna have a fashion show with no fashion but, she that, by sheree. that was the era of atlanta if the, i mean that's probably the only um franchise of of housewives that i've ever watched was some early atlanta with sheree with absolutely those Mimi, first like two with three seasons kenzel's like the early atlanta yes. girls yeah. when candy first arrived oh my god yeah so phaedra has is not on the show but sheree just came back again came back yeah 14 15 wow the longest here we go candy is the only one that's still on the show the since season she, two yeah since season two yeah phaedra hasn't been back in a while but um Sheree's back as main for the last couple seasons. I miss Ava, Ava Pigford. Missed her. I wasn't there for it. She was uh she was top top model. She was oh, top model that became yeah. a real housewife in Atlanta. Good for her. Good mm. for her. Um we've got a lot of real world contestants. Mm-hmm. We've got Michelle. Yeah. I guess right? I recognize Vegas. her name. <laughs> Vegas. She um, had like a big splash on her season of Real World. Bananas and figure. CT, who are like I think most well known from Challenge, but they were yeah. also Real World boys. Yeah. CT, I watched his season of Real World. That was Paris. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. But I mean, I think he's like one of those Challenge career kind of people. He's just always doing it. Always yeah, these people it. are named as Challenge people, but the real ones, the real ones know them that they started on the Real World. Yeah, we do have a Bachelor. We've got Peter. Peter. Bachelor Peter. Great. Sure. I'm not Bachelor <laughs> Nation, so sorry to Bachelor Nation. But I do yeah, know not. he was one of the ones that we did not like. It was mm. him and like That's probably why he got cast then. Yeah. It feels like he is the uh the kind of like a not villain, but in infamous a foil. cast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um we've got other Bravo celebrities too. We've got MJ from Shadows of Sunset and Kevin from Bling Empire, which is Netflix, not Bravo, but mm-hmm. kind of same reality, but not reality competition. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I'm curious I'm I'm actually shocked that we did not get a selling sunset girl. I mean, imagine Chrishell. <laughs> oh, traders. She's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's been right? on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Um who and we ha- obviously obviously yeah. miss peppermint i feel like oh, okay now this is man. so I'm i know there has been, i am nervous for miss peppermint because i don't want these men to do anything to her <laughs> that's really my main thing no. like i don't want i don't want that but i am curious um we have had a couple of like drag race contestants one. in some right so we've had one drag race someone canada's drag race contestant on season one of 
Traders Canada. Oh, okay. Who, so we had one, I think, Miss Fierce Alicious, <laughs> who was a finalist on season three of Canada's Drag Race. I can, I'm yeah. telling you that without looking yes. at the wiki, but um, so pretty recent. That is so funny. Um, and um, we watched, we watched Canada. We watched Canada. Yeah, she did fine. Um, but she went out mid-ish, early, early to mid. Yeah. yeah, she made it a look. She made it I'm just scared that she got peppermint banished. is gonna get like. Um, Oh my god! What was the girl? Who's the girl that Christian is dating or was dating in the Geraldine? Show? Geraldine. I'm scared that Peppermint is gonna get Geraldine just out of nowhere. Just get just banished. Like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, or like Bam when they voted out Bam. Like just get rid of someone to. The yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on what kind of connection she builds across across this cast and who she yes. kind of bands with. And, I don't. I don't have any expectation of who that'll be. Yeah, and when I look at the cast, I don't know outside of the show outside of traders you know who she might what kind of orbit she might be in yeah you know peppermint has been on a few other shows since she was on season nine of drag race but she doesn't i don't think she like makes reality tv like her main focus Mm -hmm. but i think she's a great cast i think she's a great get um and i just want her to do well i think the looks will be good the looks will be i mean the look that white look in the promo already looks amazing yeah and it looked like in the promo they're they're having like one-on-ones with alan which is very so they do this they did this in uk season one go ahead yes they would kind of like the beginning of the game with claude claudia claude yes Bang. Yeah, Claudia Winkleman. Bangs. You know. The bangs, the hair. Come the hair. on. <laughs> different yeah, They would kind of have this little, like, how are you going to play this game chat? Almost like an interview to be a trick. A tic tac lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a tic-tac. Early tic-tac. It, was early, it was an early go see, early brucey. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a walkabout with Tim Gunn. <laughs> and I am looking at the ages. There's only two people that are in their 20s. Burgy. That's pretty rare. Which we're fine with on this podcast. Which I honestly, that's, yeah, literally. Burgy and, uh, Ekansu, I think from Love Ekansu, Island. Ekansu, which Ekansu. Uh, they're both Love Island. But what I've heard, and I don't watch Love Island, is that Ekansu is a pretty legendary in like the Love Island UK reality okay. circuit. Yeah. Um, when I when we listened to some early reaction, like a, another podcast reacting to this pod, this cast when it came out first, mm-hmm. Ekansu was a big deal, and a lot of people who know Love Island and UK reality are really excited she about started, her. So she started as a soap opera. A Turkish yeah. soap opera star. That's crazy. Turkish, so, oh, wow. Come on over. Some, yeah. Um, which I'm really excited to see the 30s and up kind of. I mean, a lot of this cast is in the 40s. I mean, our legends Great. that we've said are all in their 40s. I mean, we've Dan, been, this is the three of us have been watching reality TV <laughs> we've for been a watching long time. Yes, yeah. If you think about the ago. age you have to be to be eligible for reality TV and how long we've been watching it, like, you know, yeah, 20 yeah, plus 15 yeah. years, it skews a little older. Yeah. Well, what's it's interesting just interesting because, is... like, I when I started watching reality TV, it really was from American Idol. And, like, American Idol was so That's specific. Very young. 16 yeah. to 25, I yeah. think. Very young. Very young. I think unlike a lot of these other shows which are trying to cast for like for like a showmance, there's yeah. not really even space for that in this format, no. right? No. So there's not a big incentive to cast like young people who wanna like, you know, meet somebody mm-hmm. on reality TV and this. Yeah. In this we do show. have an existing relationship on the show coming in. On this one, right? right. Yeah. So we have Marcus and um Marcus Jordan, Michael Marcus Jordan's Jordan. son. Yeah. And um, scroll up, scroll up. Let's... 
Larsa. Larsa, Larsa Pippen. Yeah. Who's a real housewife of Miami. Mm-hmm. I guess that explains Marcus. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really. Why is Deontay? Like, Deontay's another non reality person who's in this just cast. He's an right? athlete. He's a. Just like a Ryan Lochte. It gives, yeah, yeah it's so. the Ryan Lochte casting. It kind of gives me a little bit of Dancing with the Stars, but I would love. Mm-hmm. I would. Okay, just. just random names that you would want to see in a future season. I want to see the Bellas in here. I want to see Nick and Bella in here from Dancing Who? with the Stars. Nikki oh, Bella, Dancing... yes. Oh, yeah, from Dancing with the Stars, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, they used to sprinkle in a lot of the wrestlers. I mean, Ashley, may she rest, um, which is in Survivor China. They had a few other wrestlers in, in like Dancing with the Stars and in Survivor, so I think that would be a fun gag. Um... Let's talk about Alan. <laughs> Let's talk about Alan. Let's talk about Alan. If Alan was not the host of this show, I don't think it would be as dramatic. For sure. Actually, not. I have a I have a, I think I have a better intro question. Do you have alts? <laughs> what's your no, what is your like what's your what's your touchstone for Alan coming? Like, oh yes. Alan I... coming is locked in my memory because of like I want everyone else to go first. I think I know okay. what Jen's gonna say, but I want to hear yours. <laughs> so Mine, mine was the Good Wife. <laughs> okay, that's I mean multiple nomin multiple award nominations. I for mean that amazing appearance. performance, right? But I always just knew that his clips of his cabaret existed, so mm-hmm. I always just, I always just put him with like, oh, he's the guy from Cabaret, mm-hmm. and I think I kind of confused both him and Joel Gray together. I was like, oh yeah, he originated. Cabaret. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. he is just like a great embodiment of that character. Like mm-hmm. when he did that role, that it feels like, oh yeah, you would, you are the originator of this role. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, so that's how I always um, put Alan Cumming. I he does a great job in in Good Wife. What was the other one? Oh, Schmigadoon is the current one right now. That yeah. he, I mean, very recent, right out of the part two. Totally. And very famously, I met him at uh, Pean Town. Oh, that's right. Not right. what is that called? T. I met it. I met I think I think they're all called T. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll take it from. I mean, just because of that, my my touchstone for him is definitely MC and Cabaret in the '98 revival. Um, I did not see him. I did see that production, so I saw another notable replacement afterward. But um, since then, because that was before YouTube, just watching him on YouTube in that role, I think that's kind of my reference point for him and why i always admire him what about you i mean spice world the yeah. movie yes <laughs> notable cameo what would you say cameo i mean he was a few scenes right featured actor yeah feature feature player yeah yeah i knew uh, you would say main that cast. no but the good thing is we all know who he is <laughs> yes but he yeah he's, he makes yeah, the show i mean i think having watched three variations so we've watched the us one canada one and uk one mm-hmm. he makes the show by far yeah like it he is the best host of the show i think claudia winkleman is a close second mm-hmm. but i don't want to throw canada under the bus but <laughs> canada doesn't have the same character like the character. character yeah i think that's theatrical. like finesse mm-hmm. that Mm-hmm. that uh, this version has. yeah i mean when he can, i think the first time we saw him come in and throw a frame on the ground yeah. i think we both yeah. gagged like, this is <laughs> this, this is, is drag, drag. This, this is, drag. is drag. This is our, 
Yeah. yeah. That's a performer. This, yeah, it, I exactly. He is, yeah, he is performing. And it's it's it couldn't be. I mean, I would say like let's let's put him on the nominee list alongside Rue for absolutely. best competition host. If Jeff so Probst can win the Emmy for best competition host <laughs> for yeah. that many years, Alan Cumming can have his moment. Did um, I, so I, I pick, this was nominated for an Emmy, right? Do you know which one? I don't, but it I can was, find it. I think out. it was best competition reality. Let me confirm. So what's Google says, yeah, outstanding casting. Oh, casting. It was nominated I, for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, she popped off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that has been that that winner has been announced. Um, oh, because it's oh wait, up in 2023. It, yeah, yeah, all nominees. Yeah, but oh. mm-hmm. season fifteen of Drag Race also got nominated for casting. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, they were Sasha like, Cole finally, they <laughs> they showed Connecticut Queens <laughs> finally for Connecticut Let Queens. Finally. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I think think about think about what he brings. I mean, not only like he is Scottish, where we are in, in Scotland. Scotland. Mm-hmm. It could be his that. house if it wasn't. It could anywhere be his, else. his legitimate manor. Although I did like, find a good tidbit about that, but we'll talk about that. In a the moment. wardrobe, uh, you know, apparently Let's get to that. a lot of yes. his wardrobe is I mean, his personal clothing. Oh, I, you know, I, I, could, like, I could tell. There's just they all just suit him to a T. Yeah, and, and he had a big we, role in it. When we do the when we recap season two, we will be kind of tooting and booting out of our, of our own way of of the Lukes, um, specifically Alan's. Yeah. Did you have uh, a favorite Alan Luke of season one? I mean, there was I, one where he had like like a full green glove underneath, like his like yeah, cloak yes. Look. I really, you know, it it gets used multiple times, but the look where he's outside yeah. in the like the peacoat kind of look. Like the evening shots. The evening shots. Yeah, the, like, I would hat. agree. With the hat. The hat. It's all yeah. about the accessories because the suits are are great and the prints and the, the tartan, the plaids mm-hmm. are all wonderful. But I agree that it's like all the things he puts on top of that. Um, yes. But I did just want to, we were talking about the the manor. The manor, mm-hmm. we call it. The manor. So I found through that, the article that the New York Times did, I think last year about his costuming specifically mentioned that um, the where the Traders is shot and UK also shoots on the same location is... Ardras Castle, an estate in the Scottish Highlands, once owned by an heir. Are you ready? To the Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire sauce empire. <laughs> That's just like a stray observation that we can just tuck away at the end. That's, but I felel like that was important. That's the that's the legacy and the heritage that they're surrounded. <laughs> that they're that they're, that they're living by. And I, I read in that same article that um, the one of the like the inspirations for the the sets was knives out with the color and the, oh, for the extravagance. And I the mean, the round table itself, I feel like mm-hmm. is so. It's just, so it's great. That way. It's so good. It's <laughs> you know, the exciting. big brother house wishes it looks good. I know. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, if they did like kind of, if they would do, I'm, I'm sure there is an Emmy for production design, but they yeah. should definitely, I mean, the props and like how they, how they filmed this this round table is, is yeah well, i mean well the real great. gag is like they're not they're not staying in this castle no no one is sleeping they in stay at like a courtyard or in the hotel <laughs> yeah they're getting marriott points somewhere down the road my these are the only things that i ha, were, were my takeaways from season one that i was like i could take away 
I really don't care about the challenges. They're gonna move it up to two. Yeah, there's anyway. no stakes. This is there's the thing. No there's no incentive for the traders to sabotage. To sabotage, the which yeah. is like it's not like, like mole. in the mole. Exactly right. That is the rule. So like, like you everyone to wants to get the money regardless. They split yeah. them into like teams for these challenges, but there's no reason to because it's all going to the common pot anyways. Yes. It's just to and the pot will be for drama. And it's to yeah. hope for drama. And then, yes. yeah, they 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 kind of leveled it up in the last episode to get to 250. Mm-hmm. They got the last challenge, so certainly they'll they might do that. And they again. did the same thing in the other seasons to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, well, because there was like an early episode where Alan was like, "I'll just bump it up 10k." Because I don't like that number, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that being like the gripe when we were watching season one. I was like, "But it doesn't matter. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. And the it, points don't matter. The stakes yeah. are where yeah. So it's just to." To give it's just party games, so they can just, party just have more stuff to. It's just to feed the father of like who's lying. Mm-hmm. Which like I would draw a connection. We just watched Squid Game: The Challenge mm-hmm. uh, over the break, and the same thing of like they would watch the pot increase every episode. But like it's going to no matter what, and so I don't know why that's so important. It almost but... feels like it's just psychological in the audience. Like they just need something to sh- to watch that they're doing physical challenges because. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, an audience would be like, well, I don't want to just watch people talk. Yeah. But and like some, of, some of the shows that these people are from, that's all they that's do all is talk. Is. And yeah. they go to dinner and, and they go to dinner break. and talk. And that's the and, drama. You know? And that could be why some of the challenges aren't the most extravagant, especially if you're coming from Survivor, from Big Brother, right. from, you know, some international seasons of, of these shows even, or the challenge, I'm sure where the, mm-hmm. the, the challenges are high stakes dramatic much more physical physical you know the challenges aren't like that on traders and if you watched uk and us season one spoiler alert they're the same it's the same sets the same the same beats so that's why they haven't invested i'm hopeful that we'll see some different challenges maybe a little more excitement in season two i would say that's like the thing i would want to tweak i did like the poltergeist challenge because they it was genuinely hard for them and i thought that was very which one was the how, what, where they the lights went off and then it came on and they have to find the three things that were the changed. thing that's missing i mean that's yeah, yeah. genuinely it was hard <laughs> yeah. the the bells was really cool like was right because it was showing like <laughs> it was showing two... who knew music and who yes. did yeah. rachel was, was cool. a star yeah rachel was a star uh, that she knew also, those songs. i also like the creepiness of the one where they're in the church with the, the mask were in the mask yes the it's another one where like it's very simple it's a really simple challenge but the buried alive one i understood the gag right to like you're buried alive that's a beat on so many shows though like you get buried alive on dragula on scared famous like it's just a thing you do it just didn't feel because at the end of the day you just had to find them and then dig them out as fast as you can so it's like i mean that one feels like you know if you don't get the money maybe the maybe maybe you won't those ones where there's two teams and someone gets money or someone doesn't, it's like, well, some, the money's going to make it to the I pot. Do. It doesn't matter. But I think yeah, some I of the not, ones yeah. where it's all or nothing, like the, the Buried Alive Challenge does feel a little more exciting because maybe yeah. it won't get added to the pot. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see some stakes where the traders had an incentive to, to sabotage to things. To sabotage. I, I think it would actually, in a lot of ways, make it easier for the faithful to identify who the traders are if they did things like that. Because right now it's like, what do you go on? You just yeah. go on gut. Or you how, go people on, how people are voting, how people are getting murdered. It I think really, that's really is all just you, have. you throw names out there, and if mm-hmm. more, enough people, or you've got to be it. like really savvy at watching the patterns and like where people are voting and how those people are getting murdered or not. And I think if you can start piecing together 
I think that's the ideal mm-hmm. state is that someone who's a faithful starts to realize like, oh, this person spoke up or this person voted. And so then they got murdered. If you can start piecing those things together. But I don't, I just don't think there's enough to go on to where it's yeah. really like, you just, you just got to get lucky a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But we got, I think it's going to be great. Who? <laughs> Let's make our pre-show. Okay. Um, uh, our pre-show. Our winner picks. Our, our pre- okay. So in. Or in our trader years. picks. We should probably think who, maybe we should vote. Yeah. Yeah. Who's we'll going to be trader picks, but I would like to see who is your one winner. So in Boys okay. Love Lore, when we discuss survival <laughs> shows, okay, there is this idea of PO1. That is the number one pick. Like, because uh-huh. the voting kind of dwindles down. You start with however many number of people all the way to the last week. You just have to vote for one person. So people say that is my one pick. And there is no voting here. Obviously, that would not make uh-huh. sense. But I am curious, who is your current one pick on this new cast? And then who and then we'll throw some names on who we think the traders will most likely be. Uh-huh. What do you got? You go first. Um, I think I'm going to say Parvati. And I'm like, I'm not a The big, costuming like, of her being the I only know. one in this crown. Something it's about very it. interesting. It's very, yeah. Something so about. So one little tidbit that we know is that Poverty hired a stylist, hired a stylist for this. We heard on another podcast that's very oh. close to her. Uh, maybe they're listening. I also, that, maybe. yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're not listening. <laughs> trust me. Uh, I don't know. So I think I like. I don't. I haven't watched a lot of Parvati seasons really closely, so I'm not really steeped in the Survivor lore the way that like Jeff is. But well, I think that like I, I'm, I think she could do it. I, I think, think she's got it. I think she she has the social game down and she also has the strategic game down and that's very much in her favor mm-hmm. here because it's a very social game in a lot of it's ways. hard to not put your not to put trust in the survivor players because this mm-hmm. is their bread, bread and butter. butter especially for the ones that we like and get cast because they're mostly mm-hmm. known for their social game yeah and know? that's why they end up here Sari, Would you say there's example like less, blueprint are there less like physical winners of survivor than social i don't know i mean if you talk about survivor australia different podcast i would i would i would disagree we should talk about that some other time uh i would say new era era, it skews more social yeah and i think people's people's winner i actually think reputation started very social Early Survivor was social winners, yeah. and then like mid, it got like you got need to have lots of strength. Yep. Yes, right? Jeff. Jeff wanted his men to win. So, yeah, so yeah. It was let's all say about, that it was all about the white men, <laughs> totally. And then like it, the new era, it's come back very to social, be more social. Yeah, yeah. And I think people who we like talk like talk about as legends, it tends to be because they were social, and people who didn't win and were robbed. It's never because they were just winning immunity. It's because they had strong relationships, because they had like a really strong impression on the jury or on the audience. So I think social. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's mine. So I'm Brandon's I'm gonna say poverty. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, I want I really want to say Sandra. Mm-hmm. I have some concerns because Sandra likes to sit back. Mm-hmm. Right. She likes and to let... sit back, but when provoked, mm-hmm. she is mm-hmm. she's she a, yeah. is she cannot be stopped. Like she, she I, I have stopped, a feeling yeah. she's gonna get Kate kind of Kate heat. 
That yeah. I mean, with the yeah, kid situation, so. someone She's... will be a shield for the traitor. Someone will be so <laughs> like outlandish. And it could, it could be a housewife or like a, a Johnny Bananas, or someone like a big yeah. challenge boy. Yeah. So I'm interested in Sandra. I, I want to know. I'm curious what happens with Dan, but I wouldn't pick him just because I'm I not like a Dan fan. He, I think so, he's Dan Cody. Fan. He feels like yeah. he's gonna have a Cody storyline. I feel like the people who know Dan are gonna know how good he is and just get him out. Quick. Janelle will target. Dan. Janelle will say, "Hey, y'all, Dan's really good at this game. Let's get him out." It's me She's gonna round up some girlies and yeah. chop. So, <laughs> because I don't know so many of these guys, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go with Sandra. For go now. with the women. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so big surprise. What about you? Okay, I just want everyone to know, in my heart of hearts, I want to pick Peppermint, right? Obviously. (laughs) I think that is... We want her to do well. We all... If Peppermint won, that is, like, the best case scenario for for the community, Mm -hmm. for (laughs) for Paramount, (laughs) for the podcast, for the the Ampliverse, for the world. (laughs) I think in my heart of hearts... It's hard, but I I will also pick Parvati. I really think... Oh, right. we are hey. we're putting a lot of chips. I think oh. we're putting a lot of chips on Miss Parvati, but I do think they are going to build up the Santa Parvati storyline, and I yeah, think this which is means it'll last. Time. Yeah, and I think which means they're going to stick around because there's a yeah. lot to get from that. Um, other, pe- I mean, just to to kind of say, I am really excited to see Ekin Sue. I said that earlier. Yeah, she's got yeah. like a really great reputation. And she I want to see she would be a great these trainer. people who like already kind of know each other. I want to see how they react to someone who's a big deal kind of come into their, their realm. Bit, yeah. I'm yeah. very excited to see. I don't know too much if Phaedra and Sheree like each other, yeah. but I, I have a feeling they're going to be like, well, yeah. If we're talking about, yeah. If we're talking about like Ryan Lochte energy, I think that's going to be max because I think Max with too, the stars is not, Yes. There's not reality, like it's no, a reality there's competition no strategy. show, but there's, there's, there's no strategy, there. there's no drama to it. No. I think he'll be entertaining, but I think he's going to be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Either I he's going to be entertaining ooh. or kind of like Christian and make big, big loud moves that yeah. don't actually do anything. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because you look at the cast and you can make a lot of pairs where they're either going to be against each other or they're going to band like sync up, up right yeah. like it's like the poverty the sandra the janelle the dan the couple obviously they'll probably stay yeah. together in a lot of ways Marcia and uh, phaedra and sheree there's like these these pairs where they're either going to yep. be at odds or they're going to they're going to make a little together. alliance yeah, yeah. bananas and ct like yeah, i can also people. see peppermint maybe falling into the andy storyline there's something that might work for <sighs> peppermint to be like i don't want peppermint to get andy because that's devastating Please. and but I at can't least watch she'll peppermint make it to the end that. but that's what peppermint, <laughs> if peppermint gets to the end this time this time she needs to win okay oh, season yeah, nine okay let's say that i think ekansu would be a great trader i think for they're sure. gonna throw like a a Sari in that way. I think it might be Dan. I think they make Dan a traitor. Yeah. So Dan has traitor energy. For sure. He's got traitor eyebrows in that in that in that pick. <laughs> I yeah. almost don't actually I might I would almost want Janelle to be a traitor because I do think she might be 
It's a way to protect her for a little she bit. Might be a target. <laughs> because she's always her story in the last two All Stars that she's been is like people immediately think she's a mastermind, mm-hmm. master manipulator. Mm-hmm. When she's just like, I'm just here, girls. I came in the game and you already want me out. She's gonna say, Look, I put a lot of money into this wardrobe for this. Give me six episodes. Give okay. Me, <laughs> give me at least yes. I need more than five. Get yeah. me in those like last two round tables at least. Because even Kate yeah. showed up at the last round table with this mm-hmm. beautiful sash and a giant K brooch. I was like, totally. Branding. you get your coin. <laughs> yeah, it's like you got to have your package, just like Drag Race. You got to come in. You got to have your package. You got to come in. Finale look. You yeah. got to be ready. So, yeah, I mean, I think Janelle, Ekansu, Dan would be like a really strong like first yeah. three. I think the people who will end up being traders are going to come from the competition the side competition of things. Side. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to cast a housewife as a trader because I think it's too obvious, um, and I just don't think that that's where their their strengths please, really lie. And I don't think they're going to be good enough people to hide it because like, I do think yeah. even when picking Christian as a trader. Because he new, was paired with Cody <laughs> and Sari, there was yeah. a, a sense of like at least he was being wrangled in. Yeah, and kind of coached a little. And bit. And kind of coached a little bit, and I think yeah. I I could see that happening to like an Ekansu as opposed mm-hmm. to like a a Bravo person. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, Bling Empire mm-hmm. Kevin might be a yeah. Good it one could too. be that someone under be... the radar. The other thing that I'm thinking about is the relation. So Larsa and Marcus as a couple coming in. Yeah, you know, you immediately put some stakes in there if you make if one, one a traitor and is... one a faithful, yeah. because then yeah. you have like, do That'd they reveal? Big. Do they not? And we had a couple on UK season one that that where happened? they kept it a secret, um, and so from uh, the audience. So from the no they kept it oh. from the other players oh that they were a couple so you know people are going to know that these people are a couple because they're celebrities so i think it wouldn't be surprised if they made one a traitor and one not because that really ups the ups the stakes the drama sure the drama for sure yep I you know, am so excited <laughs> yeah uh i am so excited this is i didn't expect to have as much fun as I did watching season one. And now that mm-hmm. I did, I don't know. if I'm It goes fast. It goes fast. It yeah. does. It's a fast. Watch. I would say like, I think if you're, you know, if you're going to go watch another one, because we've got at least UK, Australia and Canada season one, all in the, all in the can already. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing a ton on Twitter about UK season two right now. Okay. And I'm kind That's of happening like at the same time. They're it just it's, it's, it's basically like it's one week ahead of okay. us. So I'm, I'm kind of itching to jump into that. We'll watch so. it and we'll reconvene and see if there's also something <laughs> yeah. we need to talk about. Yeah, let's get through U.S. Uh, so here is the schedule for the girlies. This is the official announced U.S. season two schedule. Mm-hmm. So they're dropping those first three episodes next week. We'll and then probably, we're on a Thursday cycle. We'll it seems probably like talk Thursdays. about all three in our in our next episode because yep. it's a lot of table setting on the first mm-hmm. episode. Even like the first Background banishment building. and murder happens on the second episode anyway. So um more on that but i am so excited joe's we did it joe's our we joe. Did it, joe's yay our joe we did it joe <laughs> we, we, did we it, can joe. have like a joe we'll think about some joe related openings we, like we got some we got this might have yeah. legs we'll see yeah, yeah 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 we'll figure it out thank you joe's and thank you everyone for watching or if you're listening on a podcast thank you for uh joining the joe's um we'll be back next time for another episode of trader joe's until then 
what did I say the outro was? I wrote it down somewhere. No, I didn't. Until then, uh, stay faithful. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. (laughs) I suggest an eye mask is what um, Alan said that one time. (laughs) Sleep with one eye open tonight, Joes. I hope you like tension. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.